Blog Talk Radio. Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow me at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Check us out on Facebook. My personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, the 110 Nation uh, fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. Make sure you jump over and check out www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Get you guys caught up on all the latest shows going on here at the 110 Nation. Of course, we got the 110 Nation Sports Show Monday nights right here, 8 o'clock. Um, Tuesday nights, Race Chat Live. Um, Thursday night, we got the Southern Dirt Track Report at 8 o'clock. And then Sunday nights, the Jay Dillon Show um, kicks off at 8 o'clock as well. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to another action-packed week here at the 110 Nation. So excited to be here. Excited to be back in the studio. I want to make sure I shout out to Carolina Sports Plus, our longest uh, partnership, our uh, longest uh, relationship with marketing partner. You guys can check them out on Facebook, Carolina Sports Plus. You can also go to www.carolinasportsplus.com. Check them out. Let them know the 110 Nation sent you. Get all your sporting merchandise needs. I'm glad to uh, have Mario still with us and the whole um, Carolina Sports Plus. Uh, speaking of Carolina, uh, the reason why I was not in the studio last week, I was coming back from the lovely uh, North Carolina. Um, my son visits me for the uh, summer. This is the second summer um, that we have had him. I've been back in Ohio for three years. Um, first year I got him for Christmas break, and then we rotated. And uh, pretty much I pick, go pick him up uh, when school lets out. They actually let out a couple weeks later than we do. And then uh, last year I kept him up until the wedding, um, the wedding day. 
And then my uh, daughter actually took him back to North Carolina so the wife and I can enjoy our uh, honeymoon. Um, this year, we'll be keeping him all the way through, I think, to the middle of August or early August anyway. <clears throat> and uh, so uh, went last week, um, last weekend. I made a whole weekend out of it. Um, we went halfway. Um, it's about a 10, well, I'm going to say 10, about eight and a half, nine hour, depending on the situation kind of drive. So uh, we went halfway. We left on Friday morning, and we stopped in the Beckley, West Virginia area, went to uh, some state park. Um, the wife had actually, um, um, White River, what, what word I'm looking for? She went, uh, she went down the river. <laughs> there you go. I started down the river. Um, she actually was uh, went white water rafting on the river um, when she was growing up. So we went to whatever state park that was. We did a hike. Uh, my wife and I could tell we hadn't been hiking much over the last year. And I could really tell that I put on about 30, 40 pounds. Uh, what even was classified as a difficult hiking trail for us um, not even a year ago um, was a walk in the park. Um, this year, that difficult back kicked our butts. Um, we took, uh, we went down and we saw the waterfalls. Then we took, it was a two-mile hike. Um, one side, it was kind of, I'm not going to say it was straight up. It was a nice incline all the way up. So it was kind of a basically a half mile at a, a good um, incline. And then you crossed over the, the creek or whatever you want to call it. And it was still another, I would say, quarter mile up. <clears throat> then when you came down that last half mile, quarter mile, it was a straight shot down. Um, I was glad to finally get to the top. Um, as we got close to the top, um, something startled the wife, and she said she saw something big and black. One, she's one of those people that believe in Bigfoot. Um, I don't know if she honestly believes in Bigfoot, but we have Bigfoot stuff everywhere. She's a Bigfoot person. Um, I would say 99% for sure there was a big black bear right next to us. Um, I heard it. I just didn't see it. I was I was busy looking down for some reason or another. Um, and by the time, I, I just honestly thought as many different things I heard moving in the woods, I just assumed it was another small rodent. It'd be a squirrel or whatever the case may be. Um, I hadn't seen no tracks of anything. After that, I did see deer track later on. Um, but up to that point, I hadn't seen nothing. And uh, so I would say the odds are it was a big, big black bear. And we got to the other side, and we were coming down that steep section. By the time I'm, I'm sweating up a storm, um, I'm just glad to be going downhill, even though it was a struggle going downhill. I I was glad to be going downhill, and I, I told the wife, I was like, look, <laughs> if that was a big black bear and it decides it's hungry, I said, I'm going to sacrifice. I said, I'll let you go. I said, I, I'm not running back up this hill. <laughs> I said, I will lay here and let the bear go ahead and do his thing where I'll throw myself down the side of the mountain and take my chances of bouncing off a tree or two or three or five. There was a bunch of them. I mean, it was a steep hill, so I would have bounced off a lot of them. I said, but I am not running up that hill. I am done. <laughs> it's not happening. Uh, but kind of a wake-up call. Um, to uh, really start to 
figure life out. Um, we realized with the whole food thing, and um, thanks to the current um, administration and the inflation and the ridiculous prices of everything, thank you, uh, Brandon, um, it's going to be a little bit harder this year to get our life straight when it comes to healthy eating and everything else. Um, it just seems that the price of everything continues to go up. Um, so now we're focused on not only healthy eating, but trying to, especially having another mouth in the house to feed. That gives us six of us in the house eating. Um, and it's much cheaper to eat unhealthy food. Not that we're going to eat unhealthy food, but um, we, for the longest time, did all we could to reduce carbs. Like, you know, we would eat asparagus and different vegetables with lean meats and everything else. So that's gotten to be a point that your beefs and your chickens and your vegetables are getting to be ridiculous. And to try to feed six people that way, just getting to be outrageous. So like one of the meals this week is chicken and noodles. I mean, I'm still eating a nice meat, um, but we're adding that, you know, the, those carbs that we normally wouldn't have ate. Um, so now we're focused on portion control. To it's one of uh, my big downfalls is I will eat, eat meat. Um, if it's in front of me, if there's more, especially if it's good. And uh, trust me, the wife's cooking is great. Um, I will I will devour until it's all gone. Um, this this weekend when we was in uh, West Virginia and uh, North Carolina, I became a little bit more some uh, more more conscious about it. Um, we did stop at a couple places and eat. Um, great service. Uh, everywhere we went last weekend on our travels, to include in North Carolina, to include going out to the uh, Carolina Aquarium at Fort Fisher, including um, hanging out at the Carolina Beach, which should have been better weather. As a matter of fact, he evacuated the um, the beach as the storm came rolling through. Uh, but I did much have done a much better job um, kind of portioning and Eating to when I'm not full versus eating to, uh, or I'm sorry, eating to when I'm not hungry um, and stopping at that point versus eating to I'm full. Because um, if you eat until you're full, you've already gone above and beyond what you should have ate. And so I'm trying to learn to eat until I'm not not hungry anymore versus eating till I'm full. Um, I'm glad to have my son back. Glad to have an opportunity. Um, we spent uh, Tuesday, we spent all day Monday driving and getting back. We didn't get back to late Monday night, so we didn't have a show um, last Monday. Tuesday, Kings Island, we went, uh, uh, you know, we left to go to North Carolina. It was one of the reasons I moved back to North Carolina was the heat. I, I'm a firm believer. I can always put enough on. Can't take enough off. So living in Ohio has been great for me. Um, doesn't really get hot. There's, I think last year there might have been two or three days we actually turned on the AC. Um Electric companies quadrupled their their prices, so you know it was one of the things we weren't super stressed out about because it doesn't really get to be that ridiculously hot in Ohio, so we don't need to run the ACs and all that. Well, we come back from Ohio or back from North Carolina, and with the heat index, we're like the car said 115 degrees, um, but it was ridiculously hot. Um, fortunately. Um, Monday night or Tuesday night, we got back. We went to Kings Island. Um, realized with the heat index, nobody goes to Kings Island. We we ruined everything and was riding things twice. And within the six hours that we were there, we called it a day. Got out the sun. Um, 
all of us kind of slept downstairs and was kind of miserable in the house. Uh, fortunately, uh, we went to the water park on Wednesday, hung out at the water park all day long. My son actually went to my sister-in-law's house. He got to sleep in the air conditioning the next two days. It was horrible. Um, then it cooled off. So, And it's been cool ever since, but we're going to be in heat index, 103 weather the next couple of days. So it's going to be kind of hectic around here. So hopefully uh, we get somebody out here. Um, I'm, I ran into a buddy. Uh, his brother does AC work. So hopefully we get somebody out here to look at it and see what we need to do um, to potentially get some AC. And this weekend it was 70, back to 75 degrees. Um, it was like 80, barely 80 on Saturday and 78 on Sunday. Today it just barely got into the 80s, but then it's supposed to spike and then come back down. So we'll see. Um Got a couple of baseball games this week. Looking forward to that. Going to go uh, actually tomorrow night, Thursday night, and Saturday night. I'm um, going to go watch my Dayton Dragons, the number one um, Dayton Dragons in the uh, um, the league that they're in, the MILB. For those who don't know, anything about the Dayton Dragons, they are high A um, team for the uh, Cincinnati Reds. I've gotten a scene photo this year. Um, a couple other, uh, was it Castro or wherever their pitcher or another one of their players, two, I think two of the other players, um, play some ball this year, um, coming out of, uh, rehabilitation. So, uh, glad to uh, have a chance this week as, um, for those that haven't listened to the show for a while or has missed, um, my mother, my ex-sister-in-law and I, we, we split half season tickets. So each of us got 11 games. Um, I bought when Voto played out, Joey Voto, um, for the Reds played, I went ahead and bought more tickets. And I think I bought another set of tickets somewhere. Um, I did miss one of my games. I was sick. Um, but I think we've gone to four or five, maybe six games. We have three games this week as my mother and my ex-sister-in-law are actually going to Florida this week. So we got all the games that were scheduled this week. Um, I think next year we're planning on doing full season. I think mother and I are planning on halving it. Or if we split it three ways, it's going to be on a, a whole season, so we'll have um, twice as many games, or at least at least twice as many, if not triple the games. Um, so excited about that this week. Um, a lot of things have happened since the last time I was on the show. Um, Golden State Warriors went ahead and became NBA Final Champions. Anyway, that's, that's that's a whole that's a whole interesting conversation. Um, Steph Curry wins the championship, gives himself his fourth, um, his fourth championship, um, two-time NBA um, MVP, and conversations change, and Mount Rushmore's change, top ten, go all those conversations start changing, and, and it's it's fun in me. Because other than maybe hockey, there's never more of a sport that I'm not, gonna, I'm, not, I'm not trying to take anything away from baseball. I'm not trying to take anything away from the NFL, college football, or anything else. But there's never more of a sport that is a team sport. And what I mean by this is you can have 11 players on the football field. 
on the offense. And one person, or even a couple people, technically, could not be the best of the best. That could suck. And you could still win games. LU, you could have a tight end that hardly ever touches the ball all season long, hardly gets any catches. And you could go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. But in the NBA, all five of your players got to be good. You can't be out there with just four players. You can't play at 80% capacity here. So this this whole argument of top tens and everything else, and I, I'm just I'm thinking to myself like, oh, these people talk like LeBron James went out there and he took on all five guys and won a championship by himself, or Michael Jordan went out there. And I mean, don't get me wrong, there's been some nights. that I've watched, and I swore that Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan or LeBron James or Kobe Bryant has covered everybody and pretty much took on the entire five-man roster on the other side while he's on the court. I mean, <laughs> there's been those nights. I mean, hell, even Will Chamberlain scored 100 points in a night. But blows my mind, and I was sitting there today, as everybody's on, everybody went to Kings Island today, um, it's another issue we've ran into is um, for those that hadn't listened to the show for a while and everything else, my car was stolen back two days before, or the day before Thanksgiving. I got it back two days before Christmas. Um, it ended up being $6,200 worth of body damage. It took until May for them to get into the shop. Well, about a month or two after I got my car back, I started having a timing issue. So now that I finally got my car body work done, um, I dropped my car off last Tuesday because that was the early thing to get it in to start working on the motor part. And, of course, it's been sitting there for a week. They've not even made it in the garage, which I don't understand. If you're that busy and i got to schedule you out two weeks before I can even drop you off, why I'm still – car is still not made in the garage a week later. But I have one of those protection plan warranty things, and so I had to kind of pick and choose my battle because <clears> – <throat> One body shop quoted me $1,100, and they didn't take the warranty or the, the protection plan, but the body shop or the mechanic shop that it's at now, um, they take it, and I'm looking at $100 deductible, so i kind of got to pick and choose my battle. But unfortunately, with myself being here, that means there's only um, – luckily, the wife's a teacher, so she's off, so I get – I have a vehicle to use at least this week. Um, to get back and forth to work, but then that means you got her and four kids sitting here, um, and all teenage, so, you know, you, I can only imagine what she goes through during the day. Um, and then, like, instance for the day, everybody wanted to go to Kings Island, well, there's not enough room for all of us to be in a car to go to Kings Island, so somebody had to stay back. So I, I, I got here about 1230. I spent the day watching sports and taking a nap and enjoying the quiet life, uh, preparing for the show tonight. But, uh, I was watching Undisputed earlier, and they they got in this whole the heated debate about the goat, LeBron James, and Michael Jordan, and it it entertains me um, 
that this is uh, such a debate, that this is such an argument. I mean, even with, when you start talking about Tom Brady and everything else and that and, and the whole GOAT thing, um, that, that's, that's an entertaining conversation to me as well because the rules have changed. Um, you, you pretty much can't touch a quarterback these days. Receivers got to be able to catch the ball and take a couple steps. Um, so they're not deemed defenseless. Like, the rules have changed. I mean, can, can you imagine Ronnie Lott trying to – and um, some of these other hard-hitting um, safeties and, and linebackers and cornerbacks playing in today's league and not be able to touch a receiver until after they caught the ball and took a couple steps. Like, the league's not the same. Um, so to have these – even have these kind of arguments kind of just – don't make sense to me. And even even more so with the NBA, you, you pretty much can – your win can be too strong. And I mean, look at how many fouls that Harden picks up. Spends more time at the free throw line than anybody in the league. And it's hardly ever fouled. I have never seen so many people, the wins knock them over, and they get to go to the free throw line for no reason. Or, or their feelings get hurt and get to go to the free line, free throw line for no reason. It's beyond ridiculous, but just the way the rules have changed. You're going to tell me someone can slide up in front of me, and just because he gets there, and, and not in a defensive move, put his hands across in front, covering the front of his body, and because you slid up real quick while another player was headed to the hole, that's considered a charge. Like, that makes no sense to me. Like, it's not even a, a defensive basketball move. It wasn't like he's standing there with his hands straight up in the air or trying to make a play on the ball. Like, he literally just sidesteps, crosses his hands in front of his body, and stands in the way while someone's coming to the hole. Like, how is that even possible? But this whole debate, this heated argument, and it's crazy. And I know all y'all, especially listen to the show, or listen to any show, or or listen and get involved in any conversation on social media, especially when you start talking about LeBron James and Michael Jordan, how incredibly heated it gets. And you got the Michael Jordan side, well, 6-0 in the NBA Finals and six NBA Final MVPs. And then you got LeBron James and what he's done across 19 years. Then you got the Jordan fans that, well, he never lost in the finals. And then you got the LeBron fans, which is the, the biggest hole in the argument when it comes to the, 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 the Michael Jordan side of it, is because you never lost in the finals. That 6-0, and oh, the six straight or six championships, never lost. The, 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 that ends all argument. Well, technically, it doesn't end the argument. It ends the argument in your mind. But you were swept out of the first rounds. Like, I think what, recently, this year, last year, a couple years ago, whatever, was like the first time LeBron was even knocked out of the first round, not alone not swept out of the first round. So for the longest time, that wasn't even in a conversation when it came to LeBron James. He'd never been eliminated in the first round, while Michael Jordan has not only been eliminated multiple times in the first round, he's been swept in the first round. Then everybody talk, and everybody's like Jordan in 80, what, 84, 83, enters the league, instantly starts winning championships, and that was at Wall Street Road. No, enter the league, and it's like 10 years later before you won championship. But I'm not getting this. This is not uh, about being 
pro LeBron, anti Jordan. Because at the end of the day, it's a it's a it's an acidine conversation to me. Because first of all, Jordan couldn't go out there and do it by himself win a championship. LeBron can't go out there. So when when we get this whole heated debate about top ten all time and the greatest of all time, like out of all the sports, this is the the sport that to me has the least validation of there ever being a greatest of all time or the significance of one person. Because when it comes to the NBA, it takes the significance of five people. Like, it's just 20% of what's on the plane at that point in time. Like I said, it's not like the NFL where you got 11 people. One person, you're losing not even 10% of your, your, your whole offense. One person down in the NBA or is not great or good enough or is really just sucks, you're you're down you're already down twenty percent. Like that's a significant especially with there only being five people. So that means somebody's got to double team somebody or somebody's gotta pick up a slack. Like I said, you have a, a a lot of these teams don't have much of a running game, so you can technically be down a running back or not even use a running back. Tight end, you all you you use them as a blocker. Don't even use them as an extra receiver. Like, there, there, there's so many variations in these other sports, baseball. For the longest time, pitchers hit in the National League. So a pitcher can suck at baseball or suck at hitting. You're losing roughly 10% of your offense. <clears throat> but to have the most heated debate <laughs> in all the sports is basketball. A sport that is, to me, the most team sport that is, is, is necessary to be the most team sport because any one man down of 20% of your, your, your entire offense or defense. And, and just listening to them, this is my top ten. Well, this is my top ten. Which, uh, and, and watching Undisputed, which I, I really don't. Because I can't stand Skip Bayless. He's about he's about as I don't know. <laughs> their lists were about the same. One one just had Steph Curry in top ten. The other one had Shaquille O'Neal in the top ten. Which Skip kind of lost his whole argument because you put Sha- Shaq in based on three years. That was it out of the eighteen nineteen years he played. You didn't count the first so many years before he went to L.A. And you didn't count the run after L.A. You really just counted those three dominant years in L.A. with Kobe. And you was with Kobe. So it was kind of, yeah. I'm not going to say that Shaq shouldn't be in the list. It's just crazy to me. Watching shows like this, watching so, going and I am involved and follow so many different sports pages, sports um, shows, um, sports conversations to see the heated debates. I think somebody the other day posted talking about Steph Curry was. Uh, A certain age when he won, um, uh, 
was a certain age when he won his championship, and so so a certain age when he won his championship. And this person's, and then listed how Jason Tatum was when I think he's a little bit younger, like a year or two younger, and someone else. And I even commented on it. I, I don't do a lot of comments. It usually got a bunch of bozos, and, and it gets to be ridiculous. And I'm like, this was like the most useless information. Like, who cares? And of course, it was so the person that originally posted it that what ended up having smart ass remarks, comments. Um, you don't have to troll, blah, blah, blah. And I ended up later on because it, it got to be pretty much everybody did the same thing. Like, who cares? What what makes a difference? It took Bill Earnhardt, the Intimidator, 20 years to win the Daytona 500. What makes a difference? How would everybody was when they won the championship? Like, that was just what it was. the post even said. It wasn't, there was nothing else to it other than LeBron was so-and-so. He was this age when he won his first. Um, Steph Curry was this old when he won his first. KD was when he won his, uh, old when he won his first. And Jason Tate is this old and someone else. I forget who the other person was is this old. I, of course, I commented again talking about the sky's blue, water's wet. Like, that, that's basically the information we're getting here. Pointless information. But to watch these people, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I do this, and I've done this for 11 years at this point. And I've told people, you know, I try to keep the whole politics out of there. I, 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 I turn, I do, and there once my time, I was doing shows five days a week, three hours a night. I would jump on other shows after I got off my shows. My two nights off that I wasn't doing shows, I was on other people's shows. We had the website going on. We had all this stuff going on. We were traveling, doing media, different show or different uh, sporting events, everything else. Like, this was my way of getting away from the world. I didn't have to care about what was going on in the politics. I didn't have to care what was going on um, in the world. I didn't have to care. There was a lot of things I didn't care about. I didn't have to care about. I, I was tuned in. This was my way to block out the rest of the world. This is way Monday night, my way to block out the rest of the world. Probably know Joe Biden's done fell off another bike. I don't know. It's been sports all day long and doing this. I pay a little bit more to politics these days because, one, unfortunately, I've seen, especially with the new administration coming in, um, how much the trash can affect my the price of things and the economy and everything else. Um, also, about a year, year and a half ago at this point, I became – I wish I would have done so many as much money as I've thrown away on stupid stuff in my life. I wish I'd have been investing a long time ago. I would really be at a different point. And honestly, I was in the military. I did. I was investing in the mutual funds, um, and some other stuff. And then I didn't see the point of it. Cashed it all out and never looked back um, until about a year and a half ago. Um, I made a nice little chunk change. I'm not gonna say nice little chunk change. I made a few thousand dollars off the Dogecoin before it blew up. Um, so then I became highly invested in some other things. And then of course, unfortunately the media or the uh, market started crashing after that. 
Um, so now I wait it out until we get a real administration into the office. The market turns around, the economy turns around, and they fix this inflation, gas price, and all this other bozo stuff's going on. But the money, working two jobs, the stuff that money I pissed away in my lifetime, either on alcohol or cigarettes or just different things that I have pissed money away on, um, I really wish that I would have spent that money investing. Um, I spent the last year before I moved back to Ohio living by myself. Six to eight of the months I had two jobs. The money that I pissed away on stupid stuff, being a single man living at home versus using that money and learning the market. I spent many nights just watching stupid stuff on TV, learning nothing. I could have been learning the market. I could have been learning what to invest into, what not to invest into. I could have, I could have been part of the whole beginning of the crypto um, run and had that money invested and be sitting in a much I could, I could be sitting in one in an air conditioned house. Um, especially with this heat wave coming in the next couple of days. Um I also could just went ahead and found a mechanic shop that I just could just drop the eleven hundred, fifteen hundred dollars, whatever it ended up costing and had the car back probably already by now versus trying to find someone that took my extended warranty or protection plan and then now it's still sitting there for a week after waiting two weeks to even be allowed to take it up to the shop. Uh, there's many things that could be different in my life right now. Um, wait for the market to open back up tomorrow. See where life takes us. But uh, at least as acidine as this debate is, as crazy as to me as as heated as these people get about this whole conversation, this whole topic. At the same time, it kind of puts a smile on my face because it's got their focus on other things than than stressing about the world. Instead of stressing about gas prices, instead of stressing about um, politics, the market, and everything else. So, I, it, part of me is glad that this is a whole debate and a whole argument. And my timeline on, on my Facebook is consumed with it. But the other part of me, I just shake my head like, y'all are consumed way, way too much. You guys are heated way, way too much. People put so much energy into being on one side or the other and trying to word things in a way. Just like the whole Michael Jordan. Well, he was 6-0 and in the NBA Finals. Six NBA Finals MVP. Like, that's the end of discussion. Like, put all this in, in energy and cherry-picking the information. I mean, it's all true information. And that's the first thing that that debate gets thrown up every time, and, and I chuckle. Just talking about LeBron is, what, four and something, and I, I thought that I think four and six in the NBA Finals, and people now are putting asterisk in there. Well, the bubble one don't count. However you look at it, the bubble one counts. As much as I'm not a LeBron, I'm a Cleveland Cavalier fan, I am glad that that LeBron came back and brought the Cavaliers or helped the Cavaliers win a championship. 
But at the end of the day, I'm not a LeBron necessarily a fan. Um, I have a lot of respect for what he has helped try to do in the community, and I can appreciate his work ethics when it comes to basketball and taking care of his body. Like, phenomenal. Him and Tom Brady, top, top notch on what they do to take care of their bodies. Much respect for that. I wish I had, and if I'm assuming if I got paid millions of dollars to play a sport and that was my job, that's what I would do. I mean, how we, we see this in AEW and the WWE and any other forms of wrestling and everything else. These people are in phenomenal shape, but that's what they get paid to do. That's why it always blows my mind when you, when you see athletes out of shape, overweight and everything else. Like you literally get paid to take care of your body and play a sport. Like why would you ever let yourself go? Like this is what you're paid to do. I bounced for 12 years. I, I constantly stayed in the gym. I did everything I could to stay in the best shape I could. And I wasn't getting paid that much, but that's what I was getting paid to do was to be a bouncer, to be security, to be in a shape, to take care of kind of being the, the to help protect the patrons in my, and, and the establishments that I work. But the cherry picking of the information, like, one, you can't say the bubble one because I, I promise you, guarantee one hundred percent, there is no doubt in my mind. If we had COVID nineteen when when Michael Jordan was and he won a championship, there would be no asterisk. There would be nothing said. He said, "Well, he 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 made it through the bubble. Like people's lives, people were dying, people were getting sick, and he toughed it out. That shows you how tough the mental. That's that would be spun in a whole different conversation." Because as LeBron James, you got all of those that are Jordan fans and think he's the GOAT conversation. Well, it don't count. It was in the bubble. This, that, and the other. No, it still counts. There's no asterisk. Nothing changed. Matter of fact, they were willing to play during a pandemic and put their health at risk at some level. Because you had people that were in contact with other people that were in contact with other people. I guarantee you 100% of the protocols were not being followed to a T and took chances they would get COVID. And yet they were willing to play the rest of the season. How even NASCAR, who was in a race car by themselves, did even, did even race at that point in time. They were doing iRacing. They were literally playing a video game. Astronomical numbers, it was crazy, and it looked so realistic. But astronomical numbers, how even one person lost their ride because of saying uh, racial slur during a whole iRacing event. Points were accumulated. The champion was still crowned. But people were quick to say that 6-0. and LeBron was only 4-6 in the finals. So you're going to fault LeBron James for not not going undefeated in the NBA Finals. Well, because he went 10 times versus only six times because up until the last hand or what, two, three years, he never even lost in the first round. Jordan's been swept in the first round. You're you're going to focus on that six and zero parts. Versus the fact that LeBron's gone 10 times up until recently, never lost in the first round, never was swept in the first round, and the whole swept conversation got up, brought up. Well, LeBron got swept in the finals. How do you get swept? 
Do you even know anybody who was on that Cleveland Cavalier team in 2007 that went against the Spurs team that had Tim Duncan and David Robinson and the whole slew of people that they had versus I think Darnell Marshall might be the only name that I could think in uh, Big Zeke, um, which I don't even know his whole actual name. Like the only two names I think I remember, it might be Mookie, not Mookie, but some Gibson on the team. I don't remember. LeBron James and a bunch of nobodies in the NBA Finals. And you're going to fault him for being swept in the NBA Finals. But we're going to overlook the fact that Jordan was swept out of the first round. And, of course, everybody throws in, well, LeBron had to get help. You realize Jordan didn't do shit until Scottie Pippen came, right? They went and got Coach, And they added these other pieces. They've got Horace Grant. Like, you kind of cherry-pick your information here, people. <laughs> to have a heated debate. <laughs> and people act like this debate's like, <laughs> the life depends on it. Like, no, for you. No, for you. I'll get you. Like, these people are insane with this conversation. Uh, the USFL. Um, they're getting their inaugural season wrapped up. Uh, decided to do a rule change. They decided uh, to help try to prevent, which I think that needs to be fine soon, to help prevent um, teams tanking. The last two teams actually got to play. The bottom two teams actually um, play each other in the uh, final week, and that'll dictate who gets the number one pick. Um, to help tank, I, I, it's got to be fine soon. So you're basically telling me, all right, we suck, they suck, we're both going to lose, and we're going to take our chances of being number one or number two. Um, yeah, you, you got to do a little bit more. I like the initiative. I, I like the, the, the thought of uh, there's consequences that you may not still get the number one pick. I think that you do something more-ish like the NBA where maybe you increase your odds of getting the number one pick by being the lowest ranked team, but there's no guarantee. So go ahead and lose every game if you want to. But that, that team that won four games, they can still end up with the number one pick. Like, let's, let's, or even the team that won the championship. I think that's kind of a crappy deal because you happen to be the best team to win that you're stuck with the worst pick in the first round. I understand you're trying to help the other teams or you want the other teams to improve. And so they're not the worst team, but I I, I I don't like that with the NFL as well. Like, why are we punishing the best team for winning it at all? Like, they should still have – they should still have a chance to get the number one pick. Huh, you won the Super Bowl, you get the 32 pick in the first round. So because we managed to happen to go on a good run, or happen to game plan right, or happen to put a team together, or draft a team, or use free agency, whatever the case may be, better than anybody else, at least for that particular year, 
we're going to be punished and not even have a chance to get the best player coming out. I mean, it's real crappy for teams like, let's say, New England. Go win a Super Bowl. You're eliminated for not being number one pick. You already know that Tom Brady's retiring next year. Let's go with Tampa Bay since that's more likely what's going to happen again. <laughs> win a Super Bowl, Tom Brady says, I'm done. This is it. Does a fair word tour. We already know. So they win a Super Bowl. They shouldn't have a shot at being number one pick. Maybe, you know, have a chance to get the best quarterback to come out to replace Tom Brady. Like, I, I, I'm not a big fan of that. Not whatsoever. It's a, uh, it's a uh, pretty shady deal. Lord have mercy. Um, don't forget, tomorrow night, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, you got Race Chat Live. Chris, Craig, and Taz will be in the studio. They get be getting you guys caught up on the Truck Series race this weekend. Um, they were in Nashville. Nashville, Knoxville. I can't remember now, to be honest with you. Um, I picked Joe Hunter and check. I don't even remember who even won the race. And they're going to get you guys caught up on the SR, SRX Series as they made – their uh, season debut. Talk about ratings. I know the ratings were not good for it. And what's their thoughts of why and what caused it and will the, the ratings turn around? Uh, Thursday night, Southern Dirt Track Reports will be coming into the studio at 8 o'clock. Get you guys caught up on all the latest going on local track of um, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Florida. And then Sunday night out of the same area, you got the Jay Dillon reports, or the Jay Dillon show. Um, usually he comes with a whole plethora of uh, guests, so looking forward to uh, seeing who he has on um, this Sunday night as well. Like I said, I will be out at the Day Air Park um, if anybody is in the Dayton area. Want to catch some great baseball, the number one um, team. You guys uh, um, hit me up on Facebook, Mr. CJ Sports, or um, hit me up on the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. I will be out there Tuesday night, Thursday night, and Saturday night to watch the uh, Dane Dragons. I can't remember who they're playing, but all three games is against the same team. I just can't remember. I have to take it playing upstairs. I'm downstairs where it's a little bit cooler. Um, not up in the upstairs in the, the studio. Um, one, it's warmer upstairs, uh, but also the smaller. And um, that means either I have to turn the fans off and it get warm in the room, or I have the fans super close to me. So I came downstairs since nobody was going to be here. I prefer to do it down here anyway, but usually everybody's downstairs in here. Um, where it's cooler and I can leave all the fans on because I'm sitting like in the middle between everything. And so it's not as loud. Um, don't forget you guys can go over to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Catch up on all the latest shows. Um, it's got our marketing partners. It's got the, the replay of all the shows. You can go back and catch all the shows. 
going on over there. Um, and also, um, there's tabs on the right-hand side. You can click on any of those tabs, the iHeartRadio tab, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, um, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, GeoSaving, um, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, and it'll take you to those particular platforms where you can download um, any of those in YouTube, or you can download any of those apps on your phone if you want to catch the show that way. I know a lot of times I catch the show replays on iHeartRadio. Um, sometimes Spotify depends if I'm watching, listening, using one of the TV devices because i got Spotify on there. I have it on my phone as well, but usually if I catch it, it's quicker for me because it's already in my favorites on iHeartRadio. I usually use the iHeartRadio app. Um, but we are on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, um, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, GeoSaving, um, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, um, YouTube. Um, like I said, you can also just go to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Um, and you see our marketing partners, school uh, show schedules, and everything else as well over there. Um, so make sure you guys um, check that out and uh, show us some love over there. Um, I will definitely be back in the studio Sunday night. Like I said, uh, shows Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, or I'm sorry, Tuesday, um, games Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Friday, we're doing a, a big cookout, um, here, got family coming over, um, found out yesterday on Father's Day and happy Father's Day for all those fathers out there and dads, stepdads, and all those that, uh, have stepped in and, um, have been a dad or father to uh, um, to anyone out there. Um, did find out I'm going to be an uncle again, um, so kind of excited about that as well. So uh, looking forward to uh, having uh, my brother, his uh, his girl, um, which she's going to pop the uh, big question here in a few days. Looking forward to that as well. Kind of excited to see how that. Uh, to, to be part of that, um, matter of fact, July 2nd or 3rd, um, uh, 3rd, on um, that Sunday. So looking forward to being part of that and uh, have another addition to the family. Um, but uh, should be in the studio helping run, produce uh, the Jay Dillon Show Sunday night. I should be back in the studio Monday night, so looking forward to uh, um, getting you guys caught up on the latest going on as we start to transition um, now the basketball season's over. We'll focus a little bit more on some baseball and getting ready about or getting ready for the NFL. Um, kind of steered away from the whole Deshaun Watson thing. I, I just feel that Cleveland's just really put themselves in a spot. Um, I just have this feeling that you Baker done Baker Mayfield done pissed off the Browns. Browns done pissed off Baker Mayfield. Um, I don't think there's any saving that, and uh, as more and more allegations come out with Deshaun Watson, I just don't see Deshaun Watson playing for the Browns this year. So now either you got Jacoby Brissett or whatever his name is playing as your starting quarterback because for some reason you didn't keep Case Keenum, um, and you didn't game plan better for anybody else. You find a way to make up with Baker Mayfield, which some of your players didn't want to play with Baker Mayfield, and that's why some of them actually came back and signed because there wasn't going to be Baker Mayfield. Or do you chalk this season up as a loss and you lose another year and potentially lose some players that won't return because um, now you've done wasted 
two, potentially three years of their career um, with your whole shenanigans and what you did in the offseason. Um, but next week we'll see where we're at with the Deshaun Watson case. I'm just kind of waiting that out before uh, we really jump into more about that. We've talked about that a few times already on the show. Um, really, other than the fact that we're now up to 26 allegations and um, there was 66 masseuses, and I don't know the exact details of Houston, but it seems like Houston knew a little bit more than they did. Uh, at that, there's, there's not a little much changed, and so everybody's just kind of waiting to see what Roger Goodell is going to do and what the punishment is going to be and go from there. Um, but, uh, of course, we're going to start transitioning into the NFL as we're at that point in time. We're getting ready to have OTAs, or we do have OTAs. Um, we'll start breaking down some of these teams and draft picks and get ready for the 22-23 uh, season. Um, get, ready, get ready for some college football as well. It's, it's getting to be that time of year. Um, as I know that uh, the Baseball World Series stuff is uh, going on, or was at least going on last weekend while I was out of town. I caught a little bit of that. Uh, always a fun time of year um, for um, sports in general. I know it was a UNC game. As a matter of fact, we was at the last Pi Resort, and I watched the end of the UNC game, and there was another game that finished up. I know the favorite or the last year's champion was eliminated already, um, so I was catching up on what I could while I was out of town. Um, but looking forward to being back in the studio uh, Monday night. I'm looking to hang out Sunday night and uh, be there for the Jay Dillon show and hanging out with uh, Chris as Chris has been producing it. I've kind of been the back, back, back up to the backup at this point. Um, so thankful for Chris, Taz, Craig for all they do, Ms. Lee. Uh, like I said, check out www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com for all the latest. Got to thank Carolina Sports Plus. Check them out on Facebook, Carolina Sports Plus. Also go to www.carolinasportplus.com. Uh, let them know the 110 Nation sent you. Get you guys hooked up. Get you a little discount. And uh, get you guys some merchandise um, as they, they're getting ready to be on the radio. They got a commercial coming out. They got their store. They got their website. Um, a lot of great things, local, um, local guy, good buddy of mine, um, has been a customer, was a customer of mine for many years, good friend of mine. I'm um, getting to talk to him on a regular basis. Make sure you guys check him out. Till next time.